Okay, guys, so before we get into today's episode, we thought that it was very important to have a conversation and bring some awareness about what is currently happening in the world right now, specifically in Palestine, Congo, and Sudan. Yeah, I think, sorry to cut you off, I think it's really important, especially with Congo and Sudan. I have literally only just recently been aware of all this stuff. Yeah, I was just made aware of it a week ago. And if you don't know what's happening right now in Congo, there is a silent genocide happening mainly revolving around the natural ten, resources. Sorry, I interrupted you as well. There's over 10,000 people in mm. Congo and in Sudan, similar numbers that have died. Yeah. It's been ongoing as well. Yeah, like there's millions of people that have been displaced in Sudan and homeless. Like the world is just in a situation right now, which is just crazy. There's so much going on, but I think we have duties, not just as Muslims, but as humans to bring awareness to what's happening and to stand up for what's right. Definitely. The same way... If we were going through that, we would want people on the outside who have voices to speak up. Mm-hmm. And I am angry that it's considered problematic. Yeah. Like for you to for you to be pro-life, basically, like mm-hmm. pro-innocent life, stop killing people mm-hmm. is considered controversial mm-hmm. and people are losing their jobs and you're this, you're that. And if you guys don't know, then in Palestine, there's been an ethnic cleansing that's been going on for over 75 years. But in the last over a month it's been bad they've been being bombed specifically in gaza there's people in the west bank there's palestinians in the west bank that are still going through injustice but specifically in gaza where there's two million people half of which over half of which are children and they're being bombed every single day hundreds of bombs there's there's ten thousand people over ten thousand people have died and six thousand of them that are children children (laughs) that have don't even probably understand what's going on. Yeah. They don't understand they don't know why or what because some people might be like why do you mention children all lives matter. Of course every single adult, old person, child, baby, everyone matters the same, but when you mention children it's kind of like, like to a, show Yeah, it's like a testament to how first of all the people that are doing it and um, and bombing and doing this stuff, how evil they are and how what their moral standards are. Yeah, it like reveals that because for you to be human to do that, there's clearly something wrong. Secondly, um, that's the most innocent life form. Like, there's them children are not doing anything; they're just living, existing. Yeah, it's the most innocent being yeah. as a child. Because when you think of like some people are saying it's a war, it's mm-hmm. not a war. Yeah. And um, when you're in a war, because they had their water cut off, their electricity food people are like starving there there's no their basic human rights they don't even exist they have no human rights people are calling it open air prison prisoners have more rights rights prisoners are treated humanely prisoners are fed they're given a bed mm. these people are being killed they're not they're not given any water there's no food there's so much injustice that's happening where i don't even agree with the term open air prison like that's not even a case even the case at all and it hasn't been for however many years and I, s- I was really angry mm. to start off with. No, I was really sad, sorry, to start off with. And I'm still sad. It's like heartbroken. Mm. Especially coming to like terms of the fact that this isn't a movie. Uh, let People me just are say allowing this yeah. to happen. That's one thing that was getting me. Because obviously, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of you have been seeing the posts of what's happening and like being revealed to us, the actual situation. A lot of it at first was like, I felt like I was watching a movie scene because you don't see this graphic stuff in real life ever. And then the realization of this is real life people, real 
things that are happening. It's not CGI. Someone's it's not going effect. through this right yeah, now. Yeah, that has actually happened to someone. It honestly has like traumatized me. And in a sense, you kind of need that because it's that wake up call that we all need to stand up, to use our voices, to come together collectively, to bring as much attention to the situation, help in any way that we can, whether it's through aid, a voice, bringing pe- the world together. It's very difficult because I feel like a lot of us can feel like useless at times. I definitely feel like that myself. Right now, I feel like even just spreading awareness, it doesn't feel like enough. D- donating doesn't feel it like doesn't enough. Doesn't feel like enough. Like, what are we actually doing to help? And I, just, I don't know. It's just, it's hard. I do know what you mean, but the best we can do is use our voices and use our platforms. They they are silencing people. I'm not gonna lie, and that's why it's more frustrating. And like I said, it started off as sadness, heartbreak, and I still am. But it's very much turned to anger. I'm very angry that the world has allowed this to happen. We've literally failed them. I honestly feel like we've just failed them, everyone. I'm angry that speaking up about it is considered controversial. I'm Mm. angry that people are labelling protesters who are going and literally saying, seize fire now. Mm. People are labelling them as problematic. You're, You're literally saying, hey, stop killing innocent people. And people are like, no, look at them. They're this, this hate. I'm s- I, I've come so disconnected from the world because I don't feel like it's real. I'm like, yeah. there's no way any human being can agree to this. But Do then you I feel remember. Like you're, you're like, I honestly feel like the way I view the world has changed. It's like, changed I so thought I had it. I feel like I, I honestly felt like I had a good view in the sense of understanding even religiously the world coming in and all these things. Like it was a concept in my brain. I was like, yes. But this was such a reality, like wake up call that I was like, oh. This is how we're living. This is how the world is. How who's controlling? Who's saying what? The media, like you know, before there's all this whole thing about media, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it really that deep? We've literally seen, seen it and it. witnessed it and seen the machine that it is this media and what narratives it can push, and and seeing people actually blindly follow it. That's what that's what's scary to me is seeing the people that are uh, brainwashed and deluded and believe a certain thing. It no, honestly makes me realize. You know what I've realized? <sighs> they think that with we're the that, yeah, brainwashed one. But the thing that annoys me is because mm. the people who are pro what's happening to Palestine right now, right? They think that they is justified because of they're brainwashed. They don't know this is our land. We're allowed to, but even if you take away whoever has claims to the land, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's another, um, so that's itself, another yeah. topic that you mm. can dive into. Even if you take that away, right? And people are saying to you, stop killing innocent people and children they're showing you videos it's, they're getting bombed every day like i think it's like every minute mm. there's a bomb going off there's people dying they're bombing hospitals you know they had to so many people have died in the icu and in like um intensive care because they've cut off their fuel electricity there's people having surgeries mm. with no um pain relief you know like anesthesia Anesthesia, anesthesia yeah. yeah none of that aesthetics as well yeah no there's just having people having surgeries the way people dying even without the bombs yeah. even though they're getting bombed because of everything else they're doing as if it wasn't enough yeah they're dying that way as well they're painting it out as if they're not trying to kill kids yeah. even though any human being with a brain cell can see that what you're saying doesn't add up mm. they're saying we're trying to get yeah. These this specific people again. This is a conversation that we need. We should dive deep deep into, um, and we can do that in another episode, yeah. inshallah. But I do feel like like addressing that. Like, I feel like I am someone who's always been very hesitant to talk about things when I'm not fully educated on. Yeah, yeah. And even now, like I feel like I've done enough 
um, educating and I've learned a lot from it, but I'm not the best uh, when it comes to vocalizing it and speaking on the topic properly. But like we said before, I feel like it's our duty Definitely to actually bring awareness. Yeah. Pray, keep Prayer. praying for that every single day. Mm -hmm. The same you would pray, the same amount you'll pray for yourself. You can put as many posts out there as you like. If you're not doing the work behind the scenes, making da'a for them, when you make da'a for yourself or your family, mm -hmm. then just like, come on, like the real change is going to happen from you speaking to God about it. Especially like my, our Muslim brothers and sisters, we know and we understand the power of du'a and the power that Allah has over his dominion. So we need to understand if we want something to change, we need to turn to the person that can change it. And that is Allah. Like he is the only one that can change this situation. So we need to do our best as a Muslim ummah to keep them in our prayers, to be donating, to be helping, to spread the message, spread awareness. And inshallah, this situation gets better. But at this point, I just, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm disappointed with the world. You know, I've, I saw a post somewhere that said something about if there was a cease fire yesterday, if there was a cease fire yesterday, all the kids that had died in Gaza today would still would be alive. And I deeped it because the protests and people were saying cease fire, stop bombing them, stop, mm. stop, stop. And there's people who are like, no, yeah. carry on. And I just think well, they, personally... They have a a goal in mind how no but even the people that aren't related to the situation mm. as a human being if you say no i want someone to die i'm sorry to tell you this you are an evil human being you're an evil human being if you want any innocent life to be taken you're evil i'm not gonna like accept that fact mm. and the fact that the evil human beings have manipulated it to make the people that are saying, no, just stop, stop what you're doing to be the problematic ones. I'm so angry. Like I'm, this situation just pumps so much adrenaline through me. And like, there's so much to touch on. This, it just, I literally, I've, I wrote a post saying how there's no words left. And I got to the point of having literally no words left for this disgusting and horrible world that we're in. Um, I will say, guys, that we filmed this episode at the... We filmed, sorry, this awareness section at the end of the episode because I personally wouldn't be able to deep dive into this discussion and now go on to have a normal conversation. Yeah, like, it, every time... I realize what's actually happening. I just, it just doesn't sit right. Reality like, hits you. Yeah. You're like, like I wouldn't be able to. So that's why we filmed it at the end of the episode, but we're going to be posting it at the start because we know that not all people are going to make it to the end of the episode, yeah. but we want everyone that clicks on this video to see this and go and do your research. We're going to leave um, links down below for educational purposes and donation, charities, charities everything. And um, we have to come together as a humans, as just anyone with a heart, you need to do your part. Sitting at home, being quiet is not going to change the situation. So, yeah, that is our message today. Yo, what's good, people? Welcome back to the... Sadly Relatable Podcast. We're back, baby! Finally! Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I am nervous as hell. I'm sure you guys are so confused because... Things look a bit different. I know. Oh, yeah, I didn't even deep that. Oh, yeah. my God. Like, so much has happened since we've been away. <coughs> Wait, how long have we gone? 
like three months, <laughs> I think. I'm so sorry, guys. <clears throat> Come on, bro. First episode back. <coughs> Coughing down the ear. I know you ain't heard me in ages. <coughs> sorry. Are I'm you serious? No, I want attention. <laughs> I would sense. believe that. that I would sense. believe that. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Oh, this is not a good... Bro, you know do you know what? We had at least like a whole hour of like slowly all. prepping, Slow. sitting down. I said to her, are you ready to go? Asked her like, like five times. Are you good? She's like, yes, yeah. Almost getting annoyed with me. Like, come on, I'm ready to go. As <laughs> soon as we start, let me get a drink. Oh, I'm sorry. It's my fault that I'm coughing involuntarily. Yeah, gee. Out. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Why am I apologizing? <laughs> I can't control it. Anyway, hi guys. Welcome back. So, the studio is a little bit different. Do you want to explain? Do you not want to say like, sorry we left, just yeah, well, it's a little bit different anyway. Yeah, sorry. So, how long have we been gone? Three months? Yeah, three months. Since What's the longest we've been gone? That's the longest we've been gone. Damn. And you know what I clocked the other day? In the last, like the first year, we were very consistent. Like we yeah. very rarely took... Literally never, other than our 10 day, 10 yeah, episode break. Yeah, so we would post every single week yeah and then what happened is i moved to london since then that's when i've been like taking breaks you've been taking breaks like do you know what i mean yeah so um, i don't know but i don't really take breaks if i go on holiday i f- make sure we pre no but this break wasn't just me it started off with you it and started off with me and then it yeah but it, it wasn't became longer yeah yeah it was like a dual thing yeah so wait why did it start off with me it's hit, drama I, said to them, I said to them we're gonna update them and then I'm just here like, yeah, sorry, we've been gone. Yeah, no, we were updated. That's why we're here. Wait, how, when did we leave? What month? Um, I don't know, three months ago. I can't remember exactly. But it was to do with drama online at Are first. Are you sure? No, because yes. I came back. No, trust me. Oh. And then it just like prolonged and you were just stressed Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, remember. Yeah. <coughs> but um, yeah, Last guys, <laughs> we are back. And I actually do want to apologize to everyone because I honestly like was, have anxiety coming back to the episode because a part <laughs> of me is like, Honestly, f- it, although we, it's in our, our right to like have time that we need off mentally to get back into space, yeah, yeah. I just felt like we let down a lot of people. No, I know what you mean. And I do feel like that sometimes as well. But then you got to remember the sadly relatable family, they're like, understand, like there's people like, oh, I hope you feel better soon. Please mm-hmm. come. They're not like, wow, fucking finally, like you're yeah. back now. Do you know what I mean? And part of me is like, uh, like I would rather them be annoyed than disappear. Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? I'd rather them be like, where are you guys? What the hell? Then, the then just though, be like, not watch anymore. The people that do stop watching us because we've taken breaks for our own personal reasons, like that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like you were only meant to be on our journey for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think of it as like a loss. Yeah. If anything, maybe they'll come back, but Inshallah. we got... I do get scared. Yet. I think that's why I'm nervous. I'm like, oh, do people even care anymore? Is anything no, carrying you've on? No, you got to see... See, as soon as you start viewing things like oh no, I have to do this for this. That's when the enjoyment yeah. is but I'm, I'm not doing it. it for that. I'm just thinking, I'm excited to come back, but I'm worried that like- You don't like letting people down. Yeah, and like the family <laughs> that we built and the community that we built was so strong. I'm A just lot of them underst- are understanding. So yeah. yeah. But mm. what the reason we've been gone, I guess we started off by taking a break. Like, yeah, just stuff was happening. Took a break. And then what happened? It just kind of like, we both were going through our own stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to let you. You were going through some things. I had just got married. And uh, although it was just got married, it was a few months into marriage. Oh, I was going to say. Uh, you kind of get wrapped in that world of like, yeah. I'm trying to like, kind of get myself together and yeah, build my yeah, life yeah. up, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's true. And you're just like, it's the first time I've, I've nev- not seen Ayob like message me every day. Like, when we filming the podcast with yeah. me. And I think it's because he was like enjoying married life. Can I tell you what it was? Yeah. I... Uh, it wasn't, I just knew that you needed, like, I've never seen you, not to Don't get too deep. Try. 
no, 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 no. <laughs> it was you. No, no, no. Walla, I've never seen you at a stage where I sat back. All, every time we had a break, I'd always get on your case because I'm like, I feel like you can push yourself to do it. This is the first time that I'd seen you in like your physical condition, your health, everything, where I was like, Nisha needs she needs oh, time off she has you have to get better than when you are now before we go back because otherwise we'll just come off again yeah, and i was yeah, like yeah. you need to time to actually get better and i was like not just that obviously plus me being married and have these things i just thought let me give her the space that she needs in a sense yeah 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 because i've never seen you that bad i'll be honest really what three months ago no i'm talking just like your physical health like you obviously lost a lot of weight you went through all that stuff and voila like it was scary time. yeah yeah i do remember you like whenever you'd see me you'd come and you'd be like are you like, I'm really worried, like, you know, you look like this. And then I go finish the last slice of pizza. She doesn't need this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Elliot would slightly love it because he'd be like, you sure you don't want to eat this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, eat it. He's yeah. Like, no. <laughs> um, no, but that's true. But three months ago, I guess what had happened is I never really... So I've noticed something, right? Yeah. Um, and I would love to sit and speak about life and journey. And the person I am today, yeah? Mm -hmm. And I feel like those three months were needed. Because the person I am today, even compared to five months ago, is a completely different yeah, person. Yeah, I, I honestly feel like you've changed. And I can't lie to you, <clears throat> whilst we were in that break, I think me and you had a bit of a, not an issue. It wasn't like a long... My memory's so bad. I know, what's well, wrong like, my memory so She's like, what? What the fuck did you do to I'm me? Like, <laughs> I'm, you see how you guys are listening to this story for the first time? I'm like, what yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we had a bit of an issue. It wasn't a thing that was going on. You felt a certain way because of certain things that I was doing, oh, I and then like that. it came to light, and we had a bit of this problem like, like falling out type thing, and then. But it wasn't a falling out; like we didn't have an argument. Yeah, yeah, it was I like just, I just kind of like sent like a message. Yeah, and expressed to him, your and certain like, feelings. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't, we didn't, we didn't argue. Yeah, it wasn't like an argument. It was like this, this, and you had enough type thing. Yeah, and then yeah, me. yeah. And I can't lie to you; I feel like it was very much needed, and I did want to, on this episode, come back and say that as a Sometimes with traumas that you have or things you've gone through with certain people, it's hard to realize they've changed and stop yeah. associating old traits with them. And I do want to actually say to you that I fully have seen and I'm fully, after that conversation, just really taken in, voila, like I really believe you're a different person than you are. Even when, from when you were younger, even though you'd changed for a while, I think oh, I was- Oh, you're making it out like I was a really bad no. person. No. Clarify <laughs> Yeah, she's like, tell them what you mean. No, I'm talking about- <laughs> Um, when I was in co okay. college and that you were going through your own trauma and stress we'll give you some context yeah. guys so I had basically messaged Ayob and I because I remember now I said to him I sent him a long message about a few things that I didn't like and I just said to him look I feel like you associate me or who I am today and with the person that I was in college and I said even on the podcast sometimes that like the way you speak it's, it's not something like that I thought about it's mm. then it was hurting me I was like the way you speak about me, even joke-wise, yeah. I started to deep it and I said, this shows that he still thinks I'm that person. Because you'd be like, yeah, Nisra's not like that. Oh, no. You, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I just sent him a message and I said, you need to understand that the person I was when I was 16, which was a bit of a problematic 16-year-old. Um, yeah, like yeah. I'll, Even in college, like I was just like, like I liked drama. Not like drama, but like... The amount of fights I had to get in college or yeah. starting people... Because of you as well. Men, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, just like, girls. I just had a big mouth. And I was very much like, didn't really... I would say, when I was younger, I didn't really care about other people's feelings or what people thought of me. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I have changed so much in the last five years, six yeah, years. More than that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. And 
Ayob, I feel like sometimes he still associates me with that person. Yeah, I think, um, and I explained myself <clears throat> that I think a lot in that time affected me because we're only a year apart. So like it was my work, when, when you were like that, there was stuff that you didn't realize you were doing that had a correlation to what happened in my life and things that happened yeah, negatively yeah, yeah, yeah. to me. So I think deep down, I was holding a tiny bit of resentment. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, you can't, unless no, you address it. I literally said it to you, I was like, I was like you still, you hold resentment yeah, for me. For that like, that section in our life. And I think I genuinely was, but I've honestly feel like I've let go of it. And I and no, after I letting go realized. of it, I feel like I've seen you in such a different light, Wallah. Like I really do appreciate how much of an amazing person you are. And like, and oh like I God. honestly believe, don't want to get emotional, that I don't know where I would be if you weren't in my life. Like you've helped me so many different ways. Oh my God, are we going to cry? I appreciate you. <laughs> no, but I didn't want to no, say that. You know what's mad? It's good we had this conversation because I completely, I completely forgot about the, what you just mentioned. Yeah. So if you didn't mention it, I wouldn't have sat and been able to realise and say, you still be at home every night. He still judges me. I'm getting, <laughs> no. get the same text one day. We went over this. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, not that. I mean, I wouldn't be able to look at, because now that you've said it, I'm thinking, I'm like, wait, you haven't done it since I mentioned it. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had a good memory. Yeah. We also haven't filmed a podcast since we've done it, so let's see I can, if I can keep it up. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, so, um, yeah, I think the person I am today, and I think what happened is you were associate like, when we'd be out, guys, A would be like, even recently, <clears throat> he'd be like, oh, Nisrin, don't call, don't do this, don't do that. Or, like, we'd be out, right, and me as a 26 or 25-year-old girl, whenever it's happened, he'd be like, something would happen, and he'd be like, Nisrin, don't say anything, don't... And yeah. I'm like, I have social anxiety. I'm a people pleaser. I would. It's so weird to see you in that and position. I look at him and I'm because like, back in the day, if there was someone rowdy doing something in a situation, and I, I'm the type of person like, let's avoid the situation, and just get on with our day. But Nishan would be like, want to say something, I'll be like, oh, who the hell do you think you are talking like? Yeah, but yeah. now them situations happen, and I'm like, and I go, Nishan does something, she's like, I'm over here trying to leave. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the only thing is, don't get it twisted. Like, even that lady, we can tell them what happened outside yeah. of mine. If it, if it, if I need to, like someone's being disrespectful, oh no, of course, of course. I'll say something. But usually, and I think that growth has come with getting closer Mat to my and dean. maturing as well. Maturing and getting closer to my dean. Because now in situations, back then I'd be like, go off. And now I can kind of take in, I can say no, because what if they're going through this? And what if, I wouldn't just harass people, by the way, yeah. guys. I'm saying like, let's say someone was being rude to us. Now we can, or like an older person, like an old lady, uh, we could walk past them and be like, whatever, they're just old and you know, this and that. Mm. Whereas back in the day, I'll be like, who are you speaking to? Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I was a bit confrontational. And yeah. I think what's happened is, I'm not going to lie, I don't like this about myself now because I'm a people pleaser. You're a bit too far now I'm on that too, side. Like people will be rude to me and I'm overly nice to them. And yeah. I've seen it in work. I've seen it in like everyday life. I do feel like that now. I feel like there's times where I'm like, Nishma, stand up for yourself a little bit now. Yeah. But I'm glad that you... um. Yeah, he basically has stopped now because we'd be out and he'd be like, Nishan, don't say anything, don't do this. And I'm like, I literally <laughs> have social anxiety. I don't want to be home right now. I do not want to be scared. here. I'm <laughs> scared. Um, yeah, yeah, that's funny. That's um, insane. But yeah, so that's something that happened obviously during that time, which I think is good because then it's allowed us to come back with like, I don't know, I just feel like an adult. Yeah. And saying that as well, being married, I had this realisation with my wife the other day where like, we just looked at each other and we're like, there's no one in charge of us right now. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, we could just have a kid. Do you know what I mean? What the hell? Like, we can, there's no one who's in charge. Yeah, we can do, we're we can the do, adults. We can make decisions now. There's, but I still feel like a little kid, bro. How's it going? We, we could have a kid if we want. She's <laughs> like, yeah, we should. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know what I mean? Like, there's no one, like, who's above there's you no telling you. You have no authority. Yeah, there's no, like, no, sorry, you can't do that. 
yeah. we'll be like, no, this is our life now. We do what we want. Yeah. Like, it feels kind of crazy. Like, what? Do you want to know why it feels crazy? I was on the phone to Eleanor literally yesterday, right? We were on mm-hmm. FaceTime and we were talking about how she's turning 27 in January and you're going to turn... 28, I know. Oh, 28? Yeah, would you? I'm only a year older than you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we were saying, like, you're going to turn 28. So we were speaking about our ages and we were like, what the actual... F- like, I'm sorry, mm. I do not feel 27. <clears throat> I don't. I don't feel 27. I feel... I'm not going to lie to you guys. I feel 24. Yeah. I feel 23 or 24. What age do you think you feel? I... The reason I, I feel past 25, the only reason I do feel like that is because when I compare my mindset to how I was when I was 23, it's oh, completely this different. Oh, so going into it. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, physically, I feel like I'm 15. <laughs> no, I'm <joking. laughs> No, I mean, That's like, not even good. <laughs> No, 15-year-olds are healthy, right? Yeah, I don't know. But, um, so, no, what I mean is, like, when you think, when you're living your life every oh, day... Oh, no, yeah, I still feel like I'm, like, low 20s. Like, I, I hang around with my cousins, Emin and Ilias, they're both 20, and I forget sometimes I'm 27. I'll be with them, like, boys, what are we doing? I'm yeah. like, I've got a wife at home, what am I doing? <laughs> to go home. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and then sometimes they forget, because I'm always with them. They'll be calling me, like, oh, yeah, we're about to go get some food, you want to come with us? And I'm like... There with my wife at dinner, like, um, no, I think I'm gonna stay home. <laughs> and he feels like he's not cool because he's got a wife. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not feeling well today. <laughs> oh. I say. So there's, um, there's, I watched, um, I read somewhere in a book. I watched yeah. a TikTok. Yeah, I know you do um, read. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do read. Yeah, your Twitter captions. <coughs> huh? huh? I read it like every day, you know that, right? Mashallah. See, you don't know me. Anyway, so I watched a TikTok where the lady was saying that. Basically, the reason why a lot of people, like 27-year-olds or whatever, feel like they're not... So you'll mention to their marriage. Like you could mention to a lot of 26, 27-year-olds marriage, mm. and a lot of them will be like, whoa, no, like I can't get married, I can't have kids, I'm too young. Yeah. And the reason is because COVID, apparently we all feel the age pre-pandemic, like just before COVID started. Um, I agree with because that. Because there was three years where we didn't get to have those like developmental years that, makes so much sense. that every every single other person before us would have had. That makes so much sense. And I'm like, that's why I feel like 23. Because if you think about it properly, <clears throat> we literally like missed out on this massive chunk of like growth and development. Yeah. You can still grow at home, but really experience in the world. Exactly. And now people are trying to catch up on that. Yeah. That's crazy. Three years of it. COVID's real. Like, what the hell was that? We were in our houses for how long? I know it's bad, right? I because, do miss it, I can't lie. No, we say we miss it, and I was saying it the other day, mm. but it was, COVID was a great, for me, as in, I was in hospital, I almost died, but I mean, right when it started, for mm-hmm. me, like, that was the last time I felt like happiness, but it's bad to say, and the reason why I say we should not say no, it. No, 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 this happened to me. I was like talking about, oh, I loved lockdown, it was so good, and the person sitting there, like, they lost four family members in it. Yeah, and so I'm that's like, why we need okay. to be a bit sensitive in that sense, because some people are like, that was the worst time of my life. Yeah, we've also <coughs> lost family members. Yeah, yeah, because of COVID, yeah. Sad, but, I was um, going to say, yeah. by the way, sorry, back to my story. So me and Eleanor were like, what the hell, we're 27. And then I was like, oh my God, Ayub's going to be 20. I said 29, yeah, right? No. But you're 28. I was like, Ayub's going to be 29, what the hell? And then we were like, yeah, he's getting so much older. And then I sat and I went, wait, he's literally doing what a 29-year-old is supposed to be doing. Yeah, like, like I'm, you're I'm married, yeah, yeah. you're married. Like, do you know what I mean? And I was like, it's us. We're like the single. And she was like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel a bit better about my situation now. Like, I'm, I'm at where we're meant to be, alhamdulillah. No, but you know when you hit 20, so you're going to hit 28 in January, inshallah. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not turning 28. You've just completed 28 years. So let me explain this to you, right? <clears throat> Whatever day you hit on your birthday, so... On the 12th of January, Ayub's going to be 28, right? But 
He's just completed 28 years. Because when you're born, you hit one and then you're given oh the age my. one. Yeah. So I'm not actually, you're I'm not, at the start of 20, like you're 29. You're starting your 29 and then when you hit 29, you finish that level. Oh my, like so that I'm not year. even, that's you, lit. I just lost a year of my life. <laughs> that means I'm younger than I thought I was. Oh my God, this guy. Am I dumb? It's the other way around. You're older than you thought you were. <laughs> What? You're 29. No, you just said I hit 28. Oh, I'm completing 28. No, you're, you've comp when you hit 28, you've completed 28 years. So you're going into the 29th no, year. This, it just got worse. this guy went from like zero to 100. I was gassed. You're oh, 29. Man. Damn, where's my cane? When you're 29, you've completed That's 29 question, years. Bro. Why are you bringing that up? Why did you tell me that? But like, Russ said that getting old is an accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, true. To be honest, we're still here. We're living, we're breathing. Barely. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Um, yeah, that's crazy. 29. Mad. See, what's mad to me is, I, as I got older, right? Mm -hmm. By the way, I'm speaking a lot of this because you're just like being quiet. I'm so just deep in. I'm just like speaking for you because you're not really speaking. Okay, that's hurry up, G. So much. Um, as I, since I hit my 20s, which mm -hmm. is when I was like, you know what, in this, I can get married. Like when you hit 20, I'm like, I can get married anytime now. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then I would Twice. always say to myself, <clears throat> pardon? Nothing. <laughs> anyway, Again, no, I'm joking. Go. So, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've literally never been married. So, um, I would always say since I hit 20 and since I thought of marriage, I'd say, I don't want a man who's 30. Yeah. I said, I don't know what it is. I just would prefer him to be 29. Even if when we, like the oldest is 29. Yeah. I said, even if when we meet, he's 29 and then he hits 30, I just don't want a 30 year old. But then if you meet him at 29, he is 30. Yeah, but okay. According that. to your own logic. Yeah, but forget that. You ah, <laughs> that's what I thought. Forget that. Forget that. <laughs> And the reason being is because I thought 30 was so old. Like, I thought 30, you're done out, you're finished. Yeah. But what's happened is that analogy has lasted Until from when I was 20 <laughs> till, like, literally now. Yeah. So now I'm 27. I'm like, no, I don't want a 30-year-old. And my friends are like, listen, you know, you're going to be 30 <laughs> yeah, soon. And I'm like... That's what made me realize, yeah. I don't know if you lot have experienced this, but the older I got, the more I realized that, like, the adults around me are all kids in, like, adult bodies... Do you know what I mean? Like, we're all, they also have the same mentality that we have. Do you know what I mean? Do you think? Yes. A lot of them still, uh, um, <laughs> I see a lot of adults that I think, even in my family, like, why are they still trying to be like young and cool? Like, wow, you're, you're old. <laughs> you know what I'm That's what I'm saying. Like, you're old now. Just accept your life and like live the way older people are meant to live. Yeah, but how old? But I see them still trying to have fun. And, I, and then I realize they still feel a certain age in their bodies yeah, and in and their life's minds. Yeah, and not finished when you hit, when you get older. No, I know, but I'm like, why are you trying to chill with me, G? No, I'm joking. No, my <laughs> scary thing is... That's them with me. They're literally thinking that. And Semi's, think, Semi's you, our little brother, yeah. thinks the same thing about you and me. Yeah, I know. That's so sad. But my thing is, and when I will say I'm officially done, mm -hmm. is when I can't text. So you know there's, certain, there's a certain generation, right? Yeah. And I would say it's a generation above us. Like, now they're probably 32. Yeah. They don't know how to text no, like no. us. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. I've noticed that. Like, like they shorten their words. Yeah, yeah. They use, do you know what I mean? Like, lol. Like, I don't have to expect they, they can't text Yeah, like you could us. just tell if they're, like, above yeah. th that generation. And I kind of get what you mean. I'm experiencing this now in gaming. And it's actually so depressing, this trend. I Like, now I jump into games on Call of Duty or, like, Fortnite or whatever. And 
I can tell my age because when I was younger, I used to go into games and be you sick. You literally know your age. You yeah, know? no, but I can t- I can feel the the I'm getting to that older yeah, stage because yeah, yeah. you jump into a game now and like all these younger kids are like ten year old. Everyone You're like playing not playing with ten- them, but it's an online server. Some of them probably t- I don't know how old they are. They're around that age. Very young. But it was an example, man. You mean like you're playing I'm not like sitting here on the phone with a little 10 year old. All right, yeah, we're going to jump in now. No, I'm not talking like, to them. Like the, the younger teenagers. The age range, yeah. They're all like whatever. Some of them might be younger, some of them might oh, be older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're all ridiculously good at the game. And you go in there and I feel like I'm an old man. I'm like, I'm so slow. Like I can't. But when I was younger, I was them, like bodying yeah, everyone yeah, else. Yeah. So it's so weird. And even a lot of my friends have been saying recently, they've felt that. And it's a thing on social media as well. Everyone's saying that there's this new generation of gamers that are the younger ones that are just ridiculously good and that all the old heads feel like this is so weird, like playing with these people. It must be a weird dynamic. To, mm. And I think in anything we do, when someone younger than you is better than you, it's weird. Yeah. Like, so you playing games and you've got like even our little brother, that must be strange or like him teaching you stuff. Yeah, it's mainly with, I played because my younger brother was a bit too young to play with me when I was at my prime yeah. type thing. But my cousin Elias, I used to just destroy him all the time. And now he's that guy, by the way. You know, the ones tell that were so good. Tell them what you told me in the car. About what? Remember about Elias playing. <laughs> about like, you'd be like, yo, you, you'll sit to go and play on the PlayStation and like, he don't want to play with you. He'll be playing with like his really good gamers. Oh yeah, now, yeah, yeah. That's my life now. I like, got to that point where I'm that old guy where I'm like, I want to play with him, but he's like trying to do like the pro level stuff and I'm like waiting for him to play with me <laughs> for like a, like a bed. Like, yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. But now he's gotten like so good at gaming, but I used to destroy him. Like, yeah, obviously. And I used to always... When he was 10. Yeah, no, when he was younger, I used to just literally finish him on all these games and now we play and he's, I can't even like join him because he's at that level that's so high and it's just not even enjoyable for me. It's probably because you've been, that's all he can do and like college and, and uni and stuff. Yeah, yeah. you've had Taking time practice, off to work, yeah. yeah. You know what's insane? I was at mum's the other day mm-hmm. and Semi was playing on his PlayStation and I was like, oh, let's play this game. Like, do you have it? And he was like, no. I was like, okay, let's buy it. And he was like, okay, like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, like, I'll buy it for you. Like, <laughs> let's just buy it. Because you can go on and buy it, right? Yeah. Obviously, the last time I played, like, zombies or PlayStation was 17, 18. Yeah. Because, like, you know when I was, like, obsessed You were obsessed with, with zombies at one point. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, just buy it. And he was like, you sure? I was like, yeah, like, come on, let's just buy the game. Tell me why. Guys, I remember games being like thirty pounds, and yeah. that was expensive. Walla, guys, we were sca- we were skimming through like the app store of yeah. PlayStation. I'm seeing hundred and fourteen pounds. Yeah, sixty, I'm seeing seventy 80 pounds. Yeah. Ayo, is that not insane yeah, for a ridiculous. game? But then you, when you compare, like the ones you were paying thirty pounds for were like the two D ones, where it's like Tetris. No, you idiot. I know, I'm joking. But that's but that's the difference. And like quality's gone up. Everything's yeah, gone I up. get it. I do get it. Obviously, there's a lot more in developing these games now. Yeah. But that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I was seeing hundred and fourteen pounds for a game. And you know what? You don't really deep it. In my head, I was like, I because I bought two games recently, yeah, new ones, and I was like, oh yeah, buy this, and then like. I went to buy it again and then I realised I spent around £200 and I was like... On a game? I was like, what the hell did I just do? Can you not just get it like illegally? Uh, no, you can't. It's not that easy. Oh, well, I thought you said, no, 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 we're not, no, that's not good. <laughs> no, it's not that easy. It's <laughs> really tried. hard. He's tried. <laughs> no, I haven't actually tried. I don't, there might be a way, but I don't think it would work that well. That's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. That is crazy. Like, <laughs> I feel like we haven't even given an, an update. What is an update? So like, tell me about your last three months. Okay. Wait, if you could describe your last three months in two words, what would they be? Um, 
They have been eventful, I would say. Two words. Oh, eventful. Very eventful. <laughs> no, come on. What? Yeah, they have been. Oh, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Eventful. Oh, my God. He was being serious. I thought he was... Guys, I thought he was saying very eventful was him trying to be funny. Listen, I need help. No, I don't need help. What? <laughs> It's been a while. I need to like get back into the swing of things. Please bear with us. Um, he was. I thought he was telling a joke. I was like, "Rah, he was actually funny. You were being serious." Yeah, I was being serious. <laughs> Eventful, and I would say earth shattering. Now, um, I don't know. Eventful and and peaceful. Hmm. That's a lie. That's a lie. Yeah, it's a big lie. <laughs> she wanted to sound like we don't have issues. Okay, with you can have lie. one. You can have one eventful. Oh, eventful. Okay, yeah, thanks. What about you? I would say growth and realization. Okay, okay, I feel you. Realization. Yeah. So, um, for on my side of things, the reason I say eventful is I have done quite a bit of traveling. It's been really fun. Oh yeah. Um, a was like, no, I just thought we'd take the time off, you know, for you, <laughs> Nisreen. A you go and travel. No, but if you're off, I might as well enjoy my life. A you have to tell the New York. No, I don't know if I can. A is a podcast. You it's can so say explicit. It. No, but just don't use. Just just say it. It's like life. It's it's something they put that on the news. Think about it. Oh, it's like so they, rude. You got to explain the story how it'd be explained in the news, okay. in the sense where. Five men found. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Welcome back to BBC Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that. <laughs> what I mean is, so it's not an explicit yeah, story. Yeah, I know. Tell it in like a child-friendly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. So, first of all, I would like to say I went to New York. Amazing time, honestly. Yeah. I'm not, like, I don't feel like I'm a city person. Like, oh, I, I like more, like, country, chill yeah. views. But when I went to New York, I just loved it. Yeah, like, it. New York. Country, <laughs> I said country. Anyway, um, why are you judging me? Can I not enjoy myself? No, but you just ruined myself enjoying myself for you to enjoy yourself. But sometimes in life, you have to give and take. You got to you enjoy how much time off the podcast was. I was actually every day I felt lost because I was like, how do you I'm know normally I didn't here feel planning lost. for the. I felt lost as well. The only thing you lost was weight. <laughs> I'm sorry, that is kind of deep. I'm sorry. I actually gained weight. <laughs> you did well done, inshallah. Anyway, back to what I was saying. New York, amazing. I love the city, everything about it. The only thing I didn't like about it was the lack of. I would probably say Islam. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you know, when you're in a big city, you tend to feel the diverse cultures, but then you can find, when you find like other Muslims, um, and maybe it's the same with other religions, there's a sense of community. Yeah. Like, like you'd see someone, they'd be like, Salam alaikum, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, alaikum salam, yeah, like this yeah, or that. Yeah. You, like, you almost bond. And I feel like in London, you do see a lot of Muslims. So it make, obviously certain areas are different. Yeah. But you won't go like, I'd say 20 minutes without seeing a Muslim. Yeah, yeah. So and it makes you feel like less out of, like you're not out of place. Yeah, yeah, type thing, yeah. yeah. So the only thing was this, sorry, the only time I saw them were, first of all, which is kind of cool, you know the, like, the hot dog carts in, in New York? And you can't even eat No, it. they're all run by Muslims. What? They're halal. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I was so gassed when I found out, majority of them are like Egyptian or these other Arabs and they run them and they've, and they've got halal signs and everything. No. But I've got a conspiracy theory, yeah, and I don't know if it's true, but it's just 
my take, I may be wrong, don't hold me, don't hold me accountable for this. But for some reason, they were so like sus about when I'd ask if it's halal, even though it has a sign, I'd be like, I went up to, some people I went up to, is it halal? They're like, 100% halal, eat, good, I'd eat. But I went up to this one guy, like his older uncle, and I was like, is this halal? And he was like, it's beef. And I was like, okay, is it halal? And he goes, it's beef. And I was like, it's like he's trying to avoid, like he doesn't want to take the sin to say it's halal, he's just telling me it's beef. But it's not pork type thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. And I was just like, I, from them places, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, yeah, unless they said to you, it's yeah, yeah. halal. Then I was like, no, nah, I'm good. But and did then, he have a sign for it saying yeah. halal? Yeah. And then I went to another guy and he had a sign as well. And I was like, is it halal? And he goes, inshallah. <laughs> I was like, inshallah. I was like, yes, no. And he goes, inshallah's better than yes or no. And I was like, oh. I was like bro, you're saying hopefully it is. Like, can you tell me that you have this source of like, oh, this is halal? And I was He's like, okay, I'm good. You, thank like, you. Just say bismillah and shut up. <laughs> nah, that's basically what I felt like you were saying. You wouldn't get sin for eating it. Yeah, no, but he needs to say yes, not yeah, inshallah. Yeah, 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 true. Um, and not just that, it just gave me a weird vibe. And even when I'd see them, they did. They felt like they didn't want to like, it wasn't like, oh, yes, my brother. It was more like, shh, keep it on the down low. Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? It, but some of them, you'd go and they'd be playing Quran out loud and stuff like that. But yeah, it, sh- yeah. it just felt it's like, like... people aren't as proud, not aren't as proud... Because that's not nice to the proud Muslims in New York. Yeah. Maybe there's not as many people who will like speak about their religion or like proudly. Or maybe I just didn't see it. I was in Manhattan. It's like the main, like I knew that, I think it was in Queens or, or the Bronx. There's a very big Muslim co- community. There was a restaurant we were going to go to. We didn't have time. It's like a Moroccan community as well. Why did, did you like go that. to the Bronx? Um, I f- yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Well, I was speaking to someone from New York recently and I was mm-hmm. saying to them on the phone, I was like, I really, really want to go to like, the ghetto. No, like, no, no, you don't want to. No, and they were like, you'll literally get robbed. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't. It's, it's, I think it's worse than London in the sense of, actually, I don't know. I've never been straight into like the worst parts of London, to be honest. Um, and I've always been driving. But it is really bad there. Like, you can't just walk in. There's certain hoods in certain areas that if you walk in, like, you're going to get checked instantly. There's no Will like... they not be nice to girls? No, I don't think people care. If anything, they'll probably try to get your number and then you'd say no and then they'd get pissed off. Who says I'm saying no? <laughs> Stuff I'm joking. <laughs> oh my God, that's enough. Actually, let me write this down. Yeah, yeah, write um, down. So I remember, you carry on your story about what happened. Okay, but I just want to say, like, my trip Wait, what did we just say, was sorry. amazing. Going, getting someone's number or something like that. Oh, damn, I forgot. Okay, Bronx, Hood, all that stuff. You keep talking and okay. I'll probably remember Thanks. it. Thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, New York, amazing place. Really, really enjoyed my time there. But um, something crazy happened. That I just feel like it's so rude, but I'm going to try my hardest to explain it in a way. I don't think it's that, look. It's an experience you went through. Yeah. And what happened was vulgar, but you went through that experience and now you're explaining your okay, experience. Okay, and uh, basically whatever you know about the story, don't add to it. Because you're just going to, yeah. I'm going to say what I'm happy to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about this part? No, 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 no I'm not silly. Girl. Yeah. Okay, so what happened was... Um, we're staying in this apartment complex type thing. It's got an, um, a concierge downstairs and everything, right? So in these, New York, are, this yeah. Is, yeah, these are not like hotels. These are people that are, are renting houses, right? Yeah. And um, they have a rooftop on like the twentieth something. I don't know. They've got a rooftop where you can see a view and everything. They've got a little uh, patch of grass and some seating. Now the rooftop elevator closes at uh, eleven. Not elevator lift. Lift, sorry. Um, same thing, isn't it? No, elevators are the ones that go like that, the stairs. Oh, okay. Cool. So, uh, the lift to the rooftop closes at like 11 or 12. Yeah. And then you have to take the stairs down. Yeah. Yeah. Now, 
I'm, I've gone up to the rooftop. I'm there. And um, one of our friends is there as well. And we're, we're just like talking. And this guy who is, this is around like close to 11. Yeah. We're yeah. Just looking at the view, chilling. And this guy walks in and there's only one entrance into the rooftop, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like when you walk in from this entrance, there's nowhere else you can go. Someone could, so unless you're leaving and you go back through that entrance. Everyone else who's there, the only way they'd come in and out is through that one through door. Through that entrance. And when you go through that door, the lift's there and then there's another door to the other side of the to roof. The where all No, to the other side of the roof where all the maintenance is. Okay, yeah. The stairs are just before the lift doors. So they're in next to each other type okay. thing. Yeah? yeah. And then on the other, there's another door to the maintenance side of the roof. So this is like the nice, they've made it look nice. On the other side, there's all the tanks for the water and all the, yeah, all the yeah, stuff yeah, that yeah, they yeah. do. Right, <clears throat> this guy walks in, we're talking, about 20 minutes goes past, and like, I look around and I notice that he's not there. Yeah. Like, this guy's just somewhere else. And I'm like, oh, where did he go? I didn't notice him walk past. And yeah, I thought, yeah, oh, yeah. maybe, but we were next to the exit, but I was thought in my head, maybe I just didn't notice, I was too busy talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then um, we go to leave, and then we realize, oh, the lift's not on. Oh, we have to take the stairs, we have to go down, because it's turned off. And then I, I'm looking for, the door to the stairs yeah. and instead of going to the stair doors i end up opening the door to the other side of the roof the where to the maintenance like is the, yeah. yeah so i open it up and i'm like oh <clears throat> maintenance here and i look around the corner i thought maybe this the uh, door to the stairs is around the corner yeah and you gotta imagine it like this when you when you're in the lift area it's like a little building on top of the roof yeah yeah. so I, I completely open area open area and then roofed i know exactly what enclosure about, yeah? yeah so it's a it's like a it's like a little thing on the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where like the stairs will be in all the lifts. We've all seen like American movies. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to paint the picture. <coughs> so I walk through to the maintenance side and I think, okay, the door must be down here. Yeah. And then as I'm walking to the door, there's obviously, there's a window here and this window looks into the staircase. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, as I'm walking past it, I turn and I look in and then the guy who walked in earlier and who disappeared was in that staircase, fully naked, just doing a madness to himself. There was a pole involved, there was other stuff. And like, it was just so intense that I was like in shock. I like looked and I'm like, what the hell? We leave, run back into the thing. Wait, so was there a camera? Because I feel like he was I filming no, himself. No, I thought, I thought he was filming himself because I felt like I saw a phone. But you got to think in them situations, I'm f like, you don't sit and just look, oh, let me look at all the details. Yeah, all right, yeah, you this. look at it and you're like, whoa. I was like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, oh, what if he sees me seeing him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I looked at her. <laughs> and he looked, looked at me. <laughs> Make an eye contact. Um, but then I like ran, ran away from like the window and like hid. And I was like, what the hell? Um, but the problem is, in my head at the time, I was like, he's in the staircase. Yeah. So That's like, the way we have to go down. Yeah, you didn't know that the other staircase yeah, was right. outside. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know there was two staircases. There's two, by the way. And yeah. he got into the, this different one. But in the, at that time, I was like, that's a staircase we have to go down. Yeah. And there's like a metal pole and all this other stuff. And I'm thinking, if we catch him doing that, you don't know how people will react. Maybe he has an apartment here and he's got wife and kids and he's come to do this here. And then he'll hit Maybe us. he turns around and hits you with yeah. the pooey, pooey pole. <laughs> yeah, stop. He'll try to kill us with it because he doesn't want his kids' uh, oh, yeah, 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 family yeah, to true. find out. So I call my friend who's got an apartment there to come meet me at the bottom of the stairs. And we both enter at the same time. So there's two of us. Like, whatever happens, happens. Whether he's more scared or if he wants to do something. No, you know what you should have done? Just made conversation. No, no, no. no. That's what we did. Really we did that at the same time. Oh. So 
we got to the door on each end. We both opened the door and we started talking. Like, we're like, all right, yeah, yeah. And we started talking on both sides. And all we heard, because both staircases have only got a wall between them. So, yeah. like, all we heard as soon as we opened the door, boom, the pole dropped. Dun, 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 like the metal thing dropped. And then we both come into the stairs and we could see each other. And we realized, oh, there's no one here. What the hell? Did he disappear? But then we realized there's a staircase just next door yeah. that went to like a different level. And, um, so my friend comes up, we, we're now on the rooftop. I'm telling him the whole situation. I'm like, okay. He goes, okay, we need to... I Did take... you have to walk past the pooey bit? No, no, no. Okay. Didn't, we didn't see it. It was a different staircase. So me and him now are talking and we're like, I'll tell him what happened. He's like, there's no way. What the hell? That's disgusting. Blah, blah. As we're talking, the same guy who was doing it, he doesn't, obviously that has no he clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't know we've seen it. He doesn't know that we know yeah, what he was yeah, up yeah. to. He comes walking out of some corner that must be another entrance to that staircase towards us and he's in shorts and a t-shirt and he's like rubbing him like wiping his butt like from the outside of his clothes he's going like this and my friend looked at him and he's like you're right he's like yeah 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 man i'm good i'm good and then like he walks where the lift is now we're standing next to the only stairs that take you down yeah when he walks to the lift we're like we know the lift is closed yeah yeah so where's he going and we looked in and he wasn't there so obviously now he's to get away from us not realizing the lift was closed he's gone into the maintenance area but he was in the... No, there was an entrance to the second staircase on the normal side. Okay, go So on. he's walked into the maintenance area and we're like, oh, he's disappeared. So we thought, let's just follow him, see where he is. Bloody hell, AMC's a <sighs> naked man doing a madness, him and his friend. Yeah, should we follow him? Yeah, that would be, that'd be the right <laughs> no, thing to do. Because at that yeah. point, we were pissed off. Yeah. Because we'd start deep in what he's doing and there's people here with their family and kids and stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're like, what the hell? Um, so we opened the maintenance and we realised there's no one here. Yeah. On the other side of the maintenance, there's like a there's like a fence, and on that side is a private rooftop garden for the people who live on the top floor, and they have a private rooftop on top. They pay like sixteen grand a month to like Damn. have that, and um, so we walk into that maintenance area. I show uh, my friend where the window was, this way we saw him, and as we're like looking in, we hear like a little scuffle, and we turn around and we see through the fences that guy, and he's like. We see a shadow just dash. So obviously he saw us and probably realised I was showing him what I saw. Yeah. And he like dashed. And then we're like, all right, let's go downstairs. We, call, we got the security. But the security was all just like this older man, Arab man. And like, they got this young, like, like a Lithuanian guy, like who's a bit younger. Like, you're not really going to do much as security, but they're doing their job. So they came upstairs and it turned into this hunt where me and two of my friends and the security were trying to get this guy. And we're like, We'll he look was at, hiding. Yeah, like, we we're looking into this rooftop. Yeah, it's late night, and we're like, "Where are? Where is he? Where is he?" And we saw like little remnants. We all saw, you'd have to do is just close your eyes and sniff. <laughs> no, that's disgusting. Go, go towards the smell of poop. <laughs> anyway, we like looked around, and there was um, we're like trying to find him, trying to find him. We couldn't see him, and we're like, should, and the security's like, "Should we climb over?" We're like, oh, "I don't know, I don't know." And as like one of us walked back, yeah. One of my friends looked up and there was obviously another little hut for the elevator on that side. Yeah. And he just sees the guy going to peek to see if anyone's still there. Oh and he goes, God. he's on the roof. <laughs> and then he ducks again. What are you not doing? Like running? Yeah, we're trying to like hit him to like get him out of the building and stuff like that. And then the security jump over the fence and they start looking for him. Yeah. No, sorry. Before that gets to that point, we saw him and we're like, oh, he's there, he's there, he's there. And then uh, me and my friend are standing and he stands up at one point and he's like maybe I can play this off and he just like looks around and he like goes to grab his waist and we literally thought he had a gun at one point we're yeah. like we like ran back in to the door and then I think once we ran back in he like used that to start like climb down and the security eventually jumped over into that garden yeah. and they were looking around looking around and then they found him under a table with like a cloth over his oh, head he thought he was gonna hiding die. yeah and they were like what are you doing and he was like 
He was like, oh man, it was just a nice night. I'd come to take pictures of the view. And he was like, so why are you yeah, they're like, away? why are you hiding? He was like, no, uh, I don't know. I just, just came to take pictures. Oh my God. But you know what was annoying? What was sad, yeah, is I'm the type of person, yeah, they caught him. I'm the type of person that when someone goes into like, I'm, exactly I'm sad, I'm sorry, but like, like I'm innocent, like that, I, I can't exactly be mean. I can't be mean. He went into even trying to help the security climb the things. Like, yeah, I'll help you, I'll help you. And I instantly felt this like, yeah. I was pissed off at first and I instantly feel this like, oh, like I can't say anything. You I have just, empathy. Yeah, have empathy. But my, even when they don't but my friend, it. different story. He was like, you dirty, uh, how the hell are you doing? Because obviously he lives there as well. So it's yeah, probably yeah, really yeah. pissed off that that's happening. And he was going off at him. And the whole time I was there like, I just feel bad. Because he's like, he's just had his head down the whole time. Like yeah, embarrassed yeah. that he got caught and stuff like that. And then um, we took him downstairs. Police came, all this stuff. Um, and then eventually we went back to the staircase. They found like the pole, all the stuff on it. It was just disgusting. And it was like, at first. Did the police do anything? No, they didn't give a crap. I can't lie Did to you. Did they get him out of the building though? Yeah, yeah. Does he um, live there? No, he just came in and found his way up oh my god um what was i want to know why did he not tell you why what do you mean why he clearly likes it no obviously i'm saying like was he like maybe no, i'm gonna ask him questions so tell me about your life decisions <laughs> what what stuff have you been through your no, childhood to get to I this mean, point like what was he filming it was is it his job <laughs> can you give me your at whilst you're at no i don't know so, like is he just like I don't know, bro. It's disgusting. And the thing is, when I first saw it, I was like shocked, but I was almost like laughing. I was like, oh my God, that's disgusting. What the hell? Uh? Yeah, and yeah. then I started getting pissed off. And then I realized oh, that's all this stuff. And, and then I realized how desensitized we are as humans to this, this kind of disgusting stuff that happens because we're so used to hearing crazy stuff online. Yeah. Bro, that night when I was trying to sleep, I was actually traumatized. I was like, I can't sleep. I was like, what did I just witness? Like, yeah, I actually yeah, saw yeah. that in real life. you've never seen anything like yeah, that. Like, in per it's always just like, this happens. You know this sort of yeah. stuff happens. And then it made me realize, yeah, that back in the day, like, think about how much sex and pornography is pushed in this day and age, in this world, yeah. that we see a naked woman and it almost becomes normal. Like, we see him in movies. We see him here. We see him there. Yeah. And, like, the shock that I felt from what I saw should be the same with everything that, like that, how they lived back in the day everyone was more covered and modest and it should be a shock to see like, someone naked and yeah or someone yeah, yeah you're yeah. meant to guard yourself and i realized we've become so numb to all of this because of society yeah like even you'll be scrolling on tiktok and even see like sometimes madnesses or yeah yeah like or how is this allowed somewhere you're, you're gonna see like a naked girl or something yeah it's disgusting yeah i know what you mean um i think yeah there is like it is it sells so i think people yeah. have realized whether that's in the movie industry, whether that's people like making OnlyFans accounts, Don't that sort it, of stuff sells. It's so scary that it's gotten to this point. They're like even like the normal. There's been teachers found with OnlyFans, and I understand they're trying to make a living in that. But at what point? I don't know. It's just scary. No, bro. but the only thing is though. The only thing I think about that, right? Obviously, I'm taking religious religion out of it, so I'm having the mindset. Oh, no, you mean to, I'm having the mindset to get in their shoes, type thing. Yeah, to be in the sh sort of shoes that. It's, that's okay to do as in it's it's like go you do you know what I mean women yeah. power um, which obviously not all non-religious people think that's okay yeah yeah Um, but I think the only thing about a teacher having an OnlyFans account and what the argument could be used against is she's doing something in her own personal time like why does that affect unless she's unless she's bringing it to work giving out discount codes to the students <laughs> <laughs> Use my cows. No, like, unless she's bringing it to work, why would she not be allowed to have... Everyone's allowed an OnlyFans account. I think that's account. risk, isn't it? Like, I guess I know what you mean, because they could find it. No, I know what you mean now that you Like, you're telling that. me you wouldn't be annoyed if you found out your child's teacher No, obviously I would be annoyed, but I'm saying... Yeah. 
it would just feel like yeah because imagine no because imagine they got hold of it and then yeah. they started and then they were going into and work and not just that I genuinely believe which is hard to monitor I feel like if you do OnlyFans your morals and your standards are different to a lot of people um, whether they believe it's good or bad whatever on our side religiously everything, we believe that's not a good thing and that your morals are skewed in, in certain areas of life Maybe you don't, you could be a good person overall, but in that section. Oh, in terms of like, but that's a thing. So what I'm trying to get to, sorry to cut you off, is would you want someone who believes that all to be okay to be teaching your child? Like, what do they say to them on the side? What things are they teaching them is okay and not okay? Do you know what I mean? Like, it all spews into that. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I think, again looking at it at a point of view from mm -hmm. someone who... You're really trying to defend. I'm just not, leave them alone. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm not joking. trying to defend. I'm not trying to... Say, and I'm just saying from the reason we think that, right? Of course. Is because of our religion. Yeah. It's because we know that obviously... But there's a lot of people... No, I know there's a lot, but I'm saying we could, if we weren't Muslims, be the ones that think that's okay. So I'm saying we don't know until we're in them shoes. Of I'm not course. saying there's a lot of non-religious people that are like, it's not okay to like make that sort of stuff mm -hmm. to have only fans to go out naked to show do you know what I mean mm -hmm. but we don't know the mindset we would have because we're not in their shoes no I know I'm not debating that I'm just saying I wouldn't want some of them morals to teach my oh, yeah. kids that's why I'd be annoyed No, I've, even I'm if you're a good like, person yeah I know what you mean but then again there is some people that are like nudists and they're like they believe it's like natural yeah like, like natural. not even in, they don't see it in a sexual yeah, manner yeah. they see it's, it as like part of the earth like yeah, this yeah. is us like we'd walk around like exactly. naturalists and like would you feel the same about them um <clears throat> morally i don't know i guess it's harder to judge because their intentions are different yeah when it comes to like sexual like trying to be pleasuring people and, and get people stuck in this culture of like addiction to pornography and all that stuff which yeah, is yeah. very very you know dangerous to, that, especially to like, young men most people most boys like it's a very high percentage mm -hmm. have a pornography addiction yeah but like but it's so prevalent but you'd in walk the past world. people and you don't think about that who has one no yeah I, because it's such a, like an intimate private thing that happens with people on their own but you don't realize that people don't realize the effect it has on you mentally a lot of the reason people are going through certain self-doubts or they see themselves as useless or worthless it all stems from that type of thing because what's happening is you're doing an act that is meant to be for you with a female when you're married or yeah? let's say and you're releasing a certain say, energy by the way guys um another thing is women can also have it yeah. i will say because i was watching like videos on it like on when I was when I read this, mm -hmm. I was like, just you know, when you go in like a deep, like rabbit hole of like researching. Yeah. So apparently, what it is is they do it because they're getting like um, a short form of like dopamine. dopamine. Yeah, so they're course. getting like a dopamine hit. Mm -hmm. So that's how they know they're getting dopamine. So the reason they're doing it when it's an addiction isn't even. You because wouldn't of look the pleasure. At, yeah, it's not really about the pleasure. It's literally like they want... They want to feel that tiny wanna, bit of yeah. like thrill. Yeah, like dopamine Yeah, to be happy. And that's why a lot of people that maybe suffer with depression and stuff like that can um, fall susceptible to it because it's moments of happiness. But does that not make you depressed? Yeah, it's a, it's a circle. You do it and then you feel disgusting and it's like then you fall into the circle. Also, one piece of advice I would give to the females watching, when it comes to asking your husband certain questions or potential husband people you want to marry, I'm telling you now, one question you need to ask... And hopefully they're honest with it. And maybe I don't just know. Just make time. Put your yeah, is well. about a porn addiction because that stuff can ruin mar marriages as well. I've seen. A lot of I've men stuff about this. have set a standard in their head to how things are meant to be, 
because of what they're watching and the fake reality that's, that's online. Scary. And it can, and not just that, it can cause them to not find. For example, imagine they're watching like the cr- crazy stuff, yeah. yeah, and then they're getting the normal stuff that you the, do, that, yeah, and it's that's not acting. enough. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they're not able to please their wife or do these certain things, or maybe the wife doesn't feel like they're pleasing their husband. Do you know what I mean? This stuff is really important. You have to be careful with it. That's scary. And you know what's mad? Like, you wouldn't really think about that. Like, mm. I, you don't think about it on a daily basis. With us speaking about that and that being said, if you are going through something like that, mm. and let's say you're watching this and you do have that, whether you're a man or a woman, I feel like it can get better. Like I'd say, like, don't just give up hope. Like, don't listen to the way we're talking and you know how Ayub's like, don't marry someone with this. Yeah. That's just his advice to not do it. He's not saying you don't marry you overall. He just means while you're in that phase of, yeah, 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 of course. that addiction. Until yeah. you get better, basically. Oh, uh, yeah. To be honest, that's a very good point because I don't want to feel like I'm judging people in that sense. I'm just saying how, it's almost like a reminder to anyone that's watching that also may be stuck in it. That you, your that marriage, yeah, it won't It can your affect marriage. your marriage. So like, Take it as warning for yourself. Be aware of the situation. Not only your marriage, it affects you and your. I swear, no, men. No, of course, it can. Men mess you doing up. that, having that, it affects their like mental, like state or something. Mm. I think Andrew Tate was talking about how. Sorry. Yeah. Um, it's a weird topic to have. I with feel your like sister. we should. Is it? I don't know. No, should I tell you why it's not? Because I feel like it's educational. No, I'll tell you why it's not right. Mm-hmm. Because people are, and sometimes people might watch our podcast hear what we talk about and they're like what the hell how can you speak about that in front of your brother like yeah. even me you know when i was living at home we were living together and i was on my period so i wasn't fasting yeah my friends would be like what the hell you're eating in front of your brother and i'd be like yeah like i'm on my period and I, and people find that weird yeah i don't i find that weird that people no, but, find it weird but people find it weird that mm. i can even sit here and speak to you about periods yeah. But even Islamically, you can you see scholars speaking about sex without making it sexual. Yeah, that's the reason I uh, it was hap- uh, as soon as I thought about that, I was like, well, I've watched literally scholars talk about sex addiction, addiction, and they were giving exactly. advice to women to ask their husbands and all this stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not like when it's not in a like immoral way. We're yeah. Speaking about it as in this happens and this is how you can get over it. Yeah. And, do you know what I mean? I think one thing I will say to people. So if anyone's give some advi- yeah, like yeah, advice, advice, like I've been through some, it, <laughs> um, give some like I will. This is because you I will must say. have friends or something. No, no, of course, yeah. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. This is something that some men are comfortable to talk about. Like yeah. I've had conversations with certain people that are like trying to bet themselves and get out of a certain thing. That's just, do you know what I mean? That's just something they're falling into. Yeah. And this addiction is the same as any addiction. Yeah. It's something that is is hard to get out of. It's it's a, it's a it's not like oh what the hell are you weirdo you falling into something that's been pushed at you from a young age, it's easily accessible, it's in your face 24 seven. Do you know what I mean? You can become addicted. I think you have to tackle it and you have to accept firstly that you're in a situation where you're addicted. Yeah. Because you're not gonna come out of it if you feel like um, it's not an addiction, I'm just doing this whenever. Mm. You're not gonna have that mindset of trying to better yourself. Another opinion, uh, sorry, another piece of advice I would give to young men, young women, or anyone to be honest, Sometimes we set ourselves standards when it comes to stuff like addiction and we tell ourselves, I'm never going to do it again. You go a few days, you do it again. And you're like, oh, I've done it. I've done it now. Let me just go back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't have that mindset. Take every day, one day at a time. Don't beat yourself up. Yeah, don't tell yourself. And this is towards any addiction. Yeah, yeah. Did you say that already? Yeah, every addiction. For every addiction. Yeah. So every addiction, don't sit and say, I'm done with this forever. The best way I think to tackle it is step by step. So you tell yourself just today. Every day you focus on just that day. When you wake up, my goal is just today 
to stay away from it. You're not going to put this pressure on yourself of this never again and all this stuff. You just wake up and you tell yourself, today I'm going to focus on not doing this thing that you're addicted to. And also, instead of looking at how far you have to go, yeah. look up how far you've come and like, like give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah, and yeah. then hopefully, eventually, the feeling of... The, how good the feelings of not doing it and how yeah. proud you are of yourself will be the thing that motivates you yeah, yeah, to definitely. stop fully. And also like, so as I was saying, take it day by day. Yeah, just focus on that day. And it will feel successful because you'll feel like you've almost like ticked something off your list. Oh, I didn't do it today. I feel good. And it might, like you said, give you the motivation for the next day. Not just that. If you go a month and then it happens again, don't be, don't build, uh, beat yourself up about it. Don't be like, oh, it's all ruined now. That's it. I go back to square one. No, you think of it as just take a slot out this day messed up, but I'm still on this journey of this many days. Do you know what I mean? It's not like- I'm oh. thinking of like, addi- while you're speaking, I'm thinking of like addiction, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think you've ever been addicted to something? I think I'm addicted to my phone, bro. No, come on. I mean like a proper addiction. I think we're all addicted to our phones. Let's yeah, be yeah. But I, de- I definitely ha- do think it's an addi- like an actual issue. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I, sometimes I catch you, myself, you like, do, you can't feel I get off my phone because there's nothing else to do. And then two seconds later, I'm like, realize I'm scrolling again. And but I'm the like, only the thing is, the phone addiction doesn't affect your life the same way other addictions yeah, does. Yeah, so, true. I mean, like, see, because I have before, mm-hmm. and I feel like I have a very addictive personality. That like must be mad. Yeah. You, you were, like, addicted to chatting shit, right? Yeah, <laughs> and being a bad bitch. <laughs> anyway. And... I'm sorry, saying, so what have you been addicted to? Tell us everything. Yeah, all right, sorry. No, but I mean, like, Crack cocaine. No. Have you, you haven't experienced it? No. no, no, no. Not like, I haven't experienced anything that's, that I can think of like detrimental to my life, like how I live. I've got like seven things I'm addicted what to. What are you right addicted now? to? Give us one. And um, no, what the <laughs> hell? Right, rock, if I get it, you have to give us one of them. Uh, on shoot, ready? No, no. Ready? Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Rock, rock, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Yeah, tell us. No, best out of three. All right. We're going to be here forever. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, okay. Crack. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> okay, no. So, you know what? Funny enough that we're speaking about addiction. Mine actually, you know what? That's actually so interesting. This is Nishra right? trying to change. No, 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 no. You know what? Now that we're here, actually, wait. Oh my God, I just realized something really good. You know really the good. word addiction starts with A? <laughs> and you know what A is? No, I'm saying this because what I spoke to you about earlier. Okay, yeah. so you guys know, if you know me, you yeah. probably know like the last like six months of my life, they ha- they weren't as bad as 2022 yet because that was the worst year of my mm-hmm. life. And I feel like I've got a lot of growth but what it's left me with is a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. So 2022, worst year of my life. 2023, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Like as in now, as in like, it's been the most progress I've seen in a yeah, long time. Yeah, yeah, I definitely do. From an outside perspective, I've seen you like. Yeah, I'm not saying it's been an forward. easy year. Yeah. But it's been the most like determined where I'm like, I'm not just gonna, because there comes a point in life where you can sit and yeah, you've been through this, you've been through that and it's okay, look, sit and dwell. But it gets to a point where you need to tell yourself, look, no one's coming to save you. Yeah, you, yeah. You have to save yourself, like, respectfully. Like, even if it's hard, even if you're ill, even if you're tired, even if you're met, you have to get up and do that thing can to I, better yourself. Can I say that's something that's hit me so hard this last year as well? Is I literally, one day I was, like, so stressed out, had mad anxiety, and I was just sitting there. And I was looking at everything that I'm stressed out about. And mine is all mainly, like, career stuff that I'm trying to achieve and do. And I, and I realised, I was like, no one's going to... Like, 
why is this that little thing in my heart that feels like someone's gonna come and yeah, save yeah. me? Yeah, you got to put not. in I hard work. I have to put the work, work. in. Yeah, the it's only thing that's come. close to like something that can save you is, is Allah, obviously. Yeah, of course. God, but he's not gonna save you. You still you have to put the work yeah, in for that to happen. Yeah, if he just sits you, sees you sitting there like not doing anything, why yeah. should? Do you know what I mean? It's tie your camel. Like the whole point is, you have to take the step to achieve the goal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, whatever steps are necessary to get to where you want to be or the person you want to be you got to do it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I've had a lot of anxiety this year. So I started taking, literally not, I don't take it throughout the day, yeah? There's an anxiety medication. And in like the wider term, it's called like a benzo. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's called diazepam, the one that I take, right? At, well, I took. And in America, it's like Xanax and like- Is that what Xanax is? It's kind of like, like Valium. Xanax is like a stronger version, but I'm pretty sure Valium is literally diazepam. Like it's the oh, same ingredients. Okay. They're just called different yeah, things. Yeah, I think Xanax is more harder. Yeah, Xanax is a lot like stronger, but they're all under the same like- people get addicted to Xanax. Yeah, it's, they're under the same like umbrella, as in they're benzos. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So what was happening is I was suffering with Driving a lot of anxiety. The benzo. Sorry, okay. So I was suffering with a lot of anxiety, but it would hit me at night, which meant that I couldn't sleep. Like, mm -hmm. my insomnia was mad. So it started, like, me just taking, like, before I slept, and it was the only way I'd be able to sleep, right? Um, and that was maybe, like, four months ago. I'd say about four months ago. Maybe five months ago, not going to lie. Probably six. Probably a year now. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it was maybe maximum six, I think, where I would not be able to sleep without taking it. But the reason, people would say it's addictive, right? They're like, be careful because they're addictive. But the reason I was like, no, because I don't ever sit there and crave it. But when it's because when I take it, I literally just sleep. So yeah. I don't sit and enjoy the feeling of, maybe it brings you a bit of happiness. For me, it's like, I take it and then my anxiety is gone and I can finally sleep. So that's why I was like, I can't get addicted to this. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you're not like doing it and then for, feeling for the pleasure. weird. I'm like doing that. it yeah. to feel normal. I'm not doing it to feel good, if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. And then like, it was, I was taking it, but I'm not gonna lie to you, I was literally taking two milligrams. Like, there's like, I think the normal amount sometimes people take is like 10. Mm. So I was making sure not to take, and I was making sure not to take it every day. Like, the days I didn't need to take it, well, I would not take it, because I'm like, I don't need to take it. But I did, I have spent the last like six months maybe taking it, I'd say at least five, five times a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, five or four times a week. And the last, week or week and a half i've not had any mm -hmm. and to me it's not a, i don't think in my head it's like a huge deal like, oh my god because I, I don't i'm not addicted i take it to sleep do you know what i mean yeah. i just thought it's okay after a couple of days my sleeping pattern will get fixed and even one of the days i thought okay i can't sleep it's 6 a.m and I, by the way i fixed my sleeping pattern for a bit and i said it's 6 a.m i can't sleep i'm gonna do an all-nighter i was like i want to fix my sleeping pattern start getting up early and what happened is I'd done it all night uh, and then the next day again, I couldn't sleep. Like I could not sleep. And I was like, okay, this is bad. Like, I don't know what's going on. I was like, yeah. So then I was speaking to my mom on the phone and this, this is literally as I was getting ready to come today. And I was like, Mark, cause I've had a very bad week in terms mm -hmm. of like, I've just felt, it's like I've got a cold, but I don't have a cold. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was because my brain's not like, oh, you need a diazepam. Like I said, I never took it during the day. It was just yeah. before I slept. And I was on a FaceTime with my mom and I'm like, I'm not gonna lie, like, I don't know why, but I felt ill, but I don't have a cold, but I've just felt so ill and I can't sleep. I have the worst anxiety I've ever had in my life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, don't know what it is, da 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 da. And then my mom was like, Might, maybe it's the fact you haven't taken the thingy. She was like, it's withdrawal symptoms. So I was like, 
Oh my God. I went and Googled it. And I also spoke to like a friend of my, no, my cousin who'd like had experience withdrawal symptoms because she's been like in and out of hospital and stuff. And then I said to her, have you ever like had withdrawal symptoms from anything? And she was like, yeah. Remember the last time I had withdrawal symptoms was when I was younger, Mm -hmm. like 60, 17 from like antidepressants. But antidepressants are different because they don't like instantly make you feel something. It's like long term. I was like, have you ever had withdrawals um, from like an active, like... Medicine. Yeah, like a medicine, but one that gives you happiness. Gets you high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, the worst part of it is like insomnia. She was like, and I was like, oh my God, this is what I'm going through. And That's and quite weird that like your body... Like, I, I it's always, like my body's addicted, not me. Yeah, I always got confused when I used to see like TV shows of like crack addicts or like drug addicts and like they go through that week where their parents lock them in the room they're like going crazy and shivering yeah, and they're yeah, in pain yeah. like i never understood why is your, does your body do that just because you're stopping a certain no because like, you go, when you go cold turkey so what i realized is and i googled it and apparently i'm very i think inshallah i'm lucky you guys make doubt for me because people that take like a higher dose four times a day they can't just go cold turkey like it, it can ruin your brain like it can literally <sighs> people get seizures People get, it can affect them for years. You have to wean off it You have to wean off it. And obviously mine was just taking it when I needed and a small amount. So I think inshallah in like a week I'll feel better. Do you not think that like, if it does that much to your body, like is it that good to really be using it? No, it's not. You shouldn't be taking them. That's what I'm saying. Of course it's not good to be using it. The fact that that you come off it and you could possibly die from just like. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. But that's why, and it can like cause a lot of issues that are irreversible if you come off of them. Like, like I said, a high dose for uh-huh. a long amount of time. That's scary. Like, you're doing more damage coming off it yeah, straight yeah. away than... And a lot of times people will... But that's why they don't prescribe um, diazepam, like, long term. Like, they won't really... It's very rare cases you'll hear of people being prescribed it long term. It's usually, like, a short fix. Mm. And then until you get out of whatever it is. It's also used for, like, if someone's got, like, muscle pains or certain, like, medical condition. Because it, it relaxes you. Yeah. So let's say you've got, like, a muscle issue and you're, like, tense. It will, like, relax you. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, you know so I'm currently that? going for it right now. It's mad that like hospitals give that out to people. Like I know in like the early 20s, um, no, in the early 2000s, sorry, or maybe even just before, they um, they were giving people a lot of opioids. Not early tw- 2000s, sorry, even before that. Yeah, yeah. In the 80s and stuff like that. In hospitals, they do it to this day, to be honest. They do about? it to this day, yeah. But they give for like broken bones. Like So there was people in America that would go into the hospital because they broke their arm and then they'd end up they'd come out drug and, addicts. Yeah, and that's the, how a lot of them started. You know that? That's scary. That's how a lot of drug addicts start. And that's why... Because they're taking a high drug to get rid of the pain. I don't like... I really hate when people shame people who are, have addictions. Mm. Because like we said, a lot of it starts Apart like that. Apart from porn addictions, you dirty... Pe- no, I'm joking. No, he's joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, as well, that might start from they're depressed and they want to seek dopamine. Yeah. So it's very sad and it's like... I don't know. I just don't like when people look at people with addictions and they're like... That's why I've always been grateful that my body cannot handle things. Like, I was given... Do you remember that time? I think you and I think Sana came to the hospital when I was in A&E and I was in pain. They gave me a codeine. Just one codeine. Bro, I had the biggest panic attack. Like, because I'm not used to taking yeah. things in my body and getting high or whatever. Some people, it doesn't work well with them. Like, I've seen people pop a codeine like it's nothing. Like, yeah, oh yeah, I'm just a bit of pain. I've, I've had 40 <laughs> once. <laughs> like, you actually did that. I think that's what you used, isn't it? Whoa, 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 I'm whoa, joking. whoa, whoa. He's not joking. Carry on. <laughs> I popped one codeine, bro, at A&E, and I had a panic attack. I was like, I literally thought I was going to die. Like, my chest was pumping. I felt like I couldn't like breathe. 
some people are like that and they just it just doesn't go well with them and yeah. I think it's a good thing that it doesn't yeah because if I was like there like Woo. yeah yeah you never know but that's like we said a lot of people's drug addictions start from they're in hospital they're given it I was given fentanyl in hospital before what's fentanyl fentanyl is obviously mm. regulated and it's a medical is that one opioid? yeah but fentanyl was like I think the highest drug addiction killer I think in the United States anyway I think really it's like worse I'm pretty sure it's worse than heroin someone correct me if I'm wrong because I don't know a lot about it yeah it's like the biggest thing that people are addicted imagine to. it's the weakest one you're like no it's, it no, it's definitely out. not <laughs> fentanyl but that was when I was in hospital and I don't know why I was in hospital because you remember like a few years ago I would spend a lot of time in hospital you've been there quite a lot mate yeah and Do you know what's um, kind of scary Sorry. Wait, no wait let me yeah, yeah, yeah you finish you finish so the way they had it, obviously this is regulated. It's still fentanyl, but it's regulated and it's a medical version. Mm -hmm. But the way they had it is they had it in my arm as a needle and they had it in this little box, yeah? And then they had the syringe in the box. So I had a button and anytime I needed it, like I was, the pain was bad, I could press it, but the button would only release it like every... 10 minutes. So you walk in and find some people like, come on, <laughs> come on. Yeah, like, no, it doesn't come out. You And you take it as and when needed and it releases like a really small, small amount, amount into yeah. your vein. And the box was like locked. Because if you were to take all of that, like you're, you're finished. You'd be done out. It was like regulated amounts. I remember one time taking gas and air at the hospital. Oh. <laughs> 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 Talk about addiction. <laughs> Do you hear that sigh? Like, she's like talking about a long lost love. Oh my God. I remember taking gas. Oh, don't bring up my long lost love. <laughs> you were not I'm sad and I look like this. Yeah, you're like, like, take me sad back. reminiscing. Country road. No, because Real. I'm sorry. If anyone has tried it, which don't, because it's so bad, right? But anyone's tried it, it's like just Yeah, so, so they give you good. it for like broken bones or if you're in a lot of pain and you go in the hospital and it's like... What is it? What chemical is it? It's nitrogen something. Nit wow, that sounds mad. But, but like, they also have it in... No, wait, so... Go on, sorry, yeah, sorry. let's not advertise that part because oh, might yeah, give some people yeah, some yeah, ideas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you take it in, gas in here, and like you're just out of it for like 20 seconds unless you stop and then you can keep going. But um, yeah, that was mad. I was like, what the hell? And then you literally... Wait, so you didn't like that? No, no. That goes away in 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, that's so. the only reason... I didn't have a panic attack on that because I was like, whoa, whoa. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I'm back to normal. But Pain. And then you take it again. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they give to like pregnant women. The only thing I will say. Sorry, oh, sorry, man. I'm a okay. popular guy. The only thing I will say, right, because that is, what did you say? So I've got to get over you, like. <laughs> no, listen. The only thing I will say is gas and air is the same as you see people doing balloons. Have you, you guys? Yeah, yeah. There's like an actual balloon pandemic in the UK and especially London. But what I will say is balloons are so dangerous. Guys, if you do them, yeah, this is actual sign to stop because the next time you do it, you might not be as lucky. Bro, the amount of stories I've heard of people like pa passing out, smacking their head, dying. Not just, not that. just that. Do you know what I don't get? Wallah, this is the craziest thing to this day that I do not understand. And I can't comprehend why people would do it. Knowing how messed up it gets you, I see snaps of people driving and then they're, they're popping it as them. I'm like... Bro, that's worse than drink driving. No, what no, are you doing? No, no, I'll tell you. I, f I think that that is <laughs> one of the worst. Wallah, I, f I think the exact same thing. Because mm. in London, I've only I've only ever seen in London people doing balloons and driving. Yeah. And I think the feeling goes after like 30 seconds or a minute. Pull over for 30 seconds. I know. You're, You're like risking people. Like, I think it's, the, like you said, worse than drink driving. Bro, I'm not going to lie to you. If it's anything like gas and air, yeah. Because it might be different because it's no, like. No, it's the same thing. But should I tell you the difference? 
the gas and air in hospital. I'll tell you the difference. So this one <laughs> I've makes got you feel like this, and this makes you feel like this. The gas and air in hospital, as you're breathing it in, it has oxygen. So yeah. they have oxygen in it. Yeah. The balloons that people do is a balloon filled with just this. This and they're just sucking it in and out. They're going in and out. And then when they're coming out, when they're blowing into the balloon, it's the carbon monoxide. monoxide. They're not actually taking any oxygen. Carbon monoxide dioxide. Carbon dioxide. I don't know. We sound like idiots know. right now. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, and they're going in and out and they're like not taking any oxygen. So that's why a lot of people can become, they can like brain damage. Their brain right. damage. They can Paralyzed lose like, side, yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Finish that's that. mad. But they're taking no <laughs> oxygen and you're breathing out what's toxic for you. Because whatever you breathe out, carbon... Nah, nah, nah. Monoxide. I swear it's monoxide. <laughs> I think it... No. Do carbon, carbon dioxide. I don't have... No, dioxide isn't a thing. Sounds legit. Hey Siri, what gas do we breathe out? Hey, when Siri's useless, man, just say what gas we breathe Here's out. Here's what I found. In 1988, yeah, a scientist like, named Daniel so Smith found out that when you breathe through a tube... Yeah, why like, do they do that? Just tell me the answer. It, it doesn't even say, like, in the... Anyway, so you're breathing that in, which is harmful for you, right? Because plants, they need that to yeah. breathe, yeah. obviously. And that's harmful for you. And then you're not having any oxygen. And then you'll get into the state. And the fact that people drive and do it, I'm not going to lie, I don't rate it. That's such a fact, though, like... You can just stop for however long. Just stop. But yeah, so the difference with gas and air, you're literally like out of it. So I can't even comprehend being out of it and then looking at a road trying to focus. Like everything's blurry, everything's it out of the way. Good. It feels good. It feels good to I get it. It feels good. No, you want to do it. Guys, if you want us to do it on a podcast, we'll do one episode. No, what <laughs> I mean is to them, I'm assuming, because I've never seen a girl do it. Yeah. I've only seen men and men obviously like their bodies are built a bit different and if they've been doing it for a long time. Whoa. You think they can handle it and women can't? Shut up. Anyway, so they're driving. Maybe like the sensation of driving feels good to them while they're high. Yeah. The same way like listening to music or this. I don't know. I'm just. Why are you trying to give everyone like the past today? It's like, let's not judge them. They probably feel really good. <laughs> it's because you're talking about your past self. No. I was addicted. No. <laughs> Guys, I'm not. I'm not making excuses. I think if you do balloons and drive, you're an absolute, one of the worst human beings. I'm not going to lie. And I think if you do balloons, I think maybe you're just a bit ignorant and you should know that the next time you do them, you might not be as lucky as all the other times you've done it. Yeah. Like, I know, yeah. I am that person that feels like I'll do one thing once and I'll be the guy that sets the example for everyone. Yeah, yeah. He did a balloon, his head popped off. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean? it's like, that, that's good. I'm not going to lie. That mindset should stop you from doing a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, like one time I went to do a line of coke, but I thought, nah, I'm joking. But I, I did think that. I, I did. No, I've never done that. But I do think that whenever I see these drugs, I'm like, I just know I'll be that guy. Like, I do it. And then, like, for some reason, it hit like a certain <laughs> yeah, artery yeah. that it shouldn't have hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think the same thing, not gonna lie. But <laughs> someone, made a, someone made a video and she made me laugh so much, Ayub. She mm -hmm. basically said, I, I'll try and find it and you can put it on a screen maybe. But she basically. It was a woman saying, look, what you, what's the first thing you lot are going to do when you get to Jenna? And she was like, I know, obviously, after we've like searched for the prophet and the Sahaba and we've done all of that. What mm. after that, what's the first thing you're doing? And forget like family and stuff. Yeah. A lot of people like saying how they were going to go get drunk and this and that. Jenna is heaven, by the way, guys. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, I'm going to go get drunk. I'm going to experience this. I want to experience this. No, it's okay to say that. Yeah, that's mad. And you went... No, but you can say that. because I'm taking a line of coke. No, wait. She <sighs> said, you know what she said? What? She goes, yeah, while you lot are getting drunk and get doing that, you know what I'm going to be doing? The hard stuff. She was like, I'm going to be in the bathroom of Jenna 
doing the hot, like doing like crazy drugs. Oh, like she's cra- like I want to experience it. Yeah, what the but hell? the thing is though, you're allowed to. You can do whatever you want, I and it's know, not going to harm. A bit like... No, listen, and it's not going to harm. You can have anything you want there. So if she wants. But are you going to get high there? I guess you'll get to experience. What, you got, the way I think of it is this. It might still be a thing, by the way. And I, by the way, I'm not trying to be a damper on pipe people on this no, thing. No, but... Because I've had this conversation as well. I had a conversation with my cousin Elias, yeah, and he loves Spider-Man. He goes, when I get to heaven, man, that's the first thing I'm doing is being Spider-Man, <laughs> like swinging through the city. I was like, that's lit. <laughs> like, you just have your own... Like, imagine you could walk into everyone's heaven and find him there, like, like swinging through. That's mad. But I do... Wait, will we see him? I don't as know. In, like... Um, will we see Spider-Man and be like, what's going on? No, he's just swinging past us once we've got our own stuff going on. And we're like, I think everything's tailored to yourself and I think you, you do interact with other people and stuff like that. Um, I just, there's a part of me that feels like your worldly desires are not going to be there anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like when you think, oh yeah, when I get to Jenna, I'm just going to have a Lambo and some mansion. Like y- you're yeah. thinking at a level that's lower than yeah, what yeah, you yeah. can comprehend there and like you're not going to have the desires I think that you have when you're here. Yeah. Maybe. We might, we might not. But let's say someone's like, always been so curious about what that feels like mm-hmm. and obviously if you do do it there i was gonna say i'm assuming but no obviously it's not gonna be the effects are there's not gonna be any damaging effects as mm. in so if they want to do that i guess you're allowed to yeah. but i've never fo- i'm not gonna lie there's nothing that i thought i really want to do i can't think of anything either like there's nothing like i just want to be not have anxiety. <laughs> yeah, man. You're gonna walk into my heaven and just find me sitting on the couch sitting with nothing, here. nothing around. Just be like, you're just gonna find me Peace. sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's so easy to sleep. No, but like, is there anything that you would do that you're not allowed to do now? Just get like a hench back tattoo. I don't think you're gonna <laughs> yeah, care about like the I way know. you look. Yeah, I don't think we will. I don't think there's any guys. Comment down below. But that is one thing, like. That's one thing that I was... Sorry, you guys, comment down below what you do. Yeah, comment down below if there's anything that you want to do. And don't feel judgment, yeah? Because anyone that's judging you, and as well, Ayub, we can't judge you I'm for e- when you can have anything that your heart desires in Jannah. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, I was deep in this the other day, actually, on the topic of tattoos. A lot of times we see tattoos and we set a certain personality to certain people and we feel like that's... Okay, they've kind of shown what their inner personality is on the outside of their skin. That's how you kind of perceive certain things. Do you know what I mean? When you yeah. see someone that's tatted, you can you get a gist of maybe what they're like. Automatically, or, yeah. Break. It might not be true, but it's just what yeah. you see from the outside. And I was deep in that, like, if getting a tattoo was halal to do, you would probably look at me so differently yeah. because I probably would be someone that gets full back neck. I agree. Because I'm intense up, so you'd probably look at me and be like, "This guy, like." Looks a bit dodgy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd, I'd be a different person to the but that's innocent why person you, can't you see now. Judge. That's why they say, actually, don't judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. Like, genuinely. Because like you said, you would want that. Yeah. And there's people out there who have tattoos and people probably perceive them as, like, scary or, I don't know, criminals. Yeah. And they're the nicest person ever. I feel like tattoos have definitely become more, like, like, back in the day, if you had one on your hand, you couldn't get a job. Now, like, yeah, people yeah, yeah. are, like, slowly, like... I don't know why though. I'm just out here. Yeah. Why can't they just live how they want? No, I'm not (laughs) saying it in. Look, I'm saying it in the sense where non-Muslim person. Mm -hmm. If I was a non-Muslim and I had a tattoo, I wouldn't understand why I would be judged for having a tattoo. Like, Mm. why is? Do you know what I mean? Unless the tattoo is something offensive, then why are you judging? 
Cause I'm gonna get a face tattoo And Adolf really likes poo That's why he saw the guy In New York with a pole I and saw him with a pole I did not know what to do I was like damn what's this guy gonna do When he sees me looking at him with his poo Oh my god please don't do me the same I ain't trying to get blamed I ain't trying to get Won't say that word I'm not done. I had so much more to say. <laughs> we're bringing it back. It's me and Nishri and then we're doing the track. I said... Ayo, we didn't even do a live update. You, we did do a live update. No, we didn't. You did. Oh, okay. You yeah. didn't even do it either. I just said New York. That's about it. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Basically, if you want to really know what happened, yeah, we were living life, working every day, and that's it. Same thing. Nothing really changed. We just weren't doing the podcast. No, not really. Oh, okay, then mind. Wait, we didn't even explain about the studio. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so <laughs> the reason we're here in a whole new space, guys, five hours into the podcast. I'm so sorry. You tell them because I can't think of a lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, let, let's be completely honest. We had a studio space and it's in the spa same space that we're in now. There's like a lot of studio spaces and that's the first one you guys would have seen. Mm -hmm. And when we first saw it, we fell in love with it. And it's like a very big space. Yeah, um, huge room. You guys don't realize, but it's the biggest space in out of all of the studios. And it was the most expensive one as well. But we were like, you know what? Let's do it. Because when we first moved in, we were like, we're going to use it for other things. Yeah. And then obviously as life went on, we didn't, we only used it to film the podcast. Mm -hmm. And we weren't using it for, because obviously I ended up moving and I got, um, other rooms to do work in so yeah we had like all these plans to do like certain work sections and different stuff here and there and studio stuff um but then we realized we both moved and the we whole both year we were just using this little section for the podcast and yeah, it's like why are we spending has so his much office at home as well mm -hmm. i have um my rooms to work and we were like we just weren't using it we weren't mm -hmm. using that space and i'm not gonna lie it was like the price of like the 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 amount we were paying was like a lot, yeah. like a stupid amount. And we were like, look, let's just do the clever thing mm -hmm. and um, downsize. So, But I really like how cozy this place is. Yeah, I find it so much more cozier. I will say, I do want to like change the background and have our logo back. But I do oh, yeah, like yeah. the vibe. We, we are in the middle of doing that, guys. We I just wanted we to film. I at the start. I'm so annoyed. Damn. We messed up. We, Sorry, it's our guys. first day back. Come on, if guys. you made it this long, then you know what? You deserve to know. So, um, yeah, we've had the space now for a couple of months, but... We were going to put off filming for a bit longer just because of like what's going on in the world right now mm -hmm. um, and how like everyone's, it's a sensitive time. We didn't feel right like just coming online and like making jokes basically and like laughing and whatever. Um, but then it was mum that was like, no, just start filming. Use your platform to push. Yeah, to raise awareness and yeah. this and that. Like people probably need to take their mind like they probably enjoyed a podcast episode. So raise awareness mm -hmm. and sit and maybe take people's mind off it right now. And we were like, not mind off it, by the way, guys. What I mean is a lot of people's mental health is getting affected. Mm -hmm. So even if it's an hour of just like normal everyday life conversations while raising awareness. And able to like bring, bring in the, more money, yeah, bring audience. Yeah, and exactly. Thing, yeah. So post fundraisers for, for the charities, come yeah. together as like Muslims mm. and you know what, just no, humans. Just Muslims, Sorry, humans I said Muslims. Yeah. I meant like to say the Ummah. Yeah. But I mean like humans and just bring positivity out of it. Yeah. And then we were like, you know what, she's right. So then, yeah, mm -hmm. that's why we're filming. Yeah. Um, but the sign is going to be back up soon. We just... So just this, get used to this for a bit until we figure it out. This space isn't a lot smaller. If anything, I think it's like 
the same size in in the sense where we've got the same amount of space. Yeah, because we have like it's like an upstairs and a downstairs. Yeah, so we have. I'll be honest, if we had the wall built here, you wouldn't probably even notice we're in a different space. Yeah. Because it's only this that kind of breaks it. No, no, because the wall, you've got to remember we have that. Yeah, maybe that as well. But if we had a white wall here, yeah. it'd be hard to tell. But it's cool because we have a, a downstairs and upstairs now and downstairs like fits everything perfectly, which yeah. is cool. So that's why the studio's changed. And also we've been in a process, I say we, Ayo's been in a process of like setting everything up, moving everything. And yeah, it's basically it, guys. Yeah. Other than that life update, you've just been working... Um, Went to Canada as well. Once I was in New York, best trip ever. Oh yeah, Allahumma barik. Anyway, Karen. I want to go. What about you? You've been like gym and gym girl now, ain't it? Oi, yeah. Don't give you evil eye. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I've been. <clears throat> I have been incorporating. <laughs> I've been incorporating a lot of lifestyle changes. Um. Like I said, I kind of went through this revelation of like, no one's coming to save you, babes. Get up and do it yourself. And yeah, I will do an update. <laughs> what the hell was that? Some lackluster, yeah, this bit of that, bit of this, bit of no, that. No, okay, so I've been, I've been doing a lot of, like I said, lifestyle changes, healthy habit building in the last few months, right? And I've been doing a lot of research. Do you know Andrew Huberman? No. You don't know Andrew Huberman? I recognize the name. Changed my life. Guys, you guys have probably seen the Huberman Lab. He's a neuro, neuroscience based podcast i think my and wife's he been does watching like, that recently yeah his i think i told her i might have told her i don't know but i think i told her about because it she's been on this whole like sleep thing and, and eating certain um yes. organic stuff for like your brain he and literally stuff like teaches that. you so much so he gives you science-based um science-based research and as to why you should do certain things in life so i'd say the first thing that has been life-changing i'm not gonna lie if we could take away from andrew huberman what i've learned from him is he has a podcast and he basically said that within the first 30 to 60 minutes of your day, get up and have the sun in your face. Mm -hmm. So even if it's not sunny and there's clouds, go and find where it is behind the cloud and just look at it. No, honestly. What the hell was that? Go find where it is behind the no, cloud. All right, so you need to jump out your balcony, fly no, up above the clouds. You know what I mean. Let's say the sun's usually here at this time, yeah. but there's clouds there. You know that the sun's around there and you can see it a little bit yeah, shining. Yeah. So like kind of try and get that, soak it into your face. And he even says to look at the sun. If it's not too bright and you can tolerate it, try and look. I don't know why you're laughing. Sorry, just imagine you in the morning waking up on the search for the sun and then staring at any beam no, that comes out and burning your no, eyes. No, no. If you can... And it's not too bright. Try and like actually look at the sun so that you're, you're not taking me serious. No, I am, I am. I, I, I do agree. It's just funny. And to be honest, yeah, you're right. Anyway, so the reason, I'm not even going to, I'm not talking. Thank God. Anyway, guys, <laughs> listen. You're such an idiot. <laughs> guys, if you want me to do an actual, if you want me to do an actual video or even a podcast episode on all the things I've learned and the things that have changed my life because doing that has been one of the things that has changed my life for the first time in 26 years to and going honest, on a walk in the morning. You have like been bare different. And I put it down to actually going on a walk and looking at the sun. But yeah, guys, um, that is all for today's episode. I want to say if you're here watching, thank you for sticking with us, although we've been missing for so long and we appreciate you guys honestly the whole time we were away i felt like this massive weight on my chest and i feel good to be back i had anxiety coming into this episode but i feel and really thank nice you for now. being here guys <laughs> uh, even after like free like if you if you're joining us and come back yeah we appreciate you yeah that is crazy that and also sorry to interrupt no, no you problem. no problem 
I twitch. Um, if there is any questions, because I know there's so much we missed that we Bro, were going to do. I've got like stories and stories to tell, but I'll just tell them in the next yeah, one. Yeah, I've got so many as well. Okay, if there is anything you guys want to know in terms of like actual life update, mm -hmm. then comment the questions down below. You know what? I've got an idea. The next episode, we will answer their questions. Yeah, okay. Because that's like, we can actually answer what you guys want to know. So comment down below any questions you have and we'll answer them in the next episode. Yeah. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe as well, guys. It's going to help us a lot. We're here for the long run this time. And I say that with confidence because I feel like, inshallah, we are. Um, yeah. Thank you again for tuning in. Love you all so much. Making dua for all of you as well. Nishan, where can I find you? You can find me staring at the sun. <laughs> no, you can... Should I go again? No, that was good. Oh, okay. You can find me crying on my pillow. I said... Should I go again? Yeah, you, you just go. did it anyway. Tell him you're at. Go you, you can find me at Nish... Nish what is it? <laughs> it's Nisrin. You can find me at It's Nisrin. Damn, should we do that again? No, just go, man. It's raw rugged. Nah, it's made it this far. Nah, 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 nah. Okay, you can find me at It's Nisrin on Instagram and TikTok. You can find me at Kayla Kasha on all social media platforms. Don't forget to follow Sadly Label Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you guys so much for being here. I love you all. We are back for good. Tell the brother podcast that you see. We're back in town, baby. And it's you and me. When I'm on the mic, I do it for free. It's me and Nisrin sitting on the sofa. Came through looking like I'm driving in a Rover. She told me the podcast is over. Peace. He wants to be a rapper. Yeah. Bye. Peace.